Hello, everybody. Sifu Jacob Bernand here with Ironwire Martial Arts. And today I would like to discuss with everybody weapons. And what does it mean and, uh, to study a weapons-based martial arts? And why? Why is it that this is almost, almost always, or a massive part of the time, something that humans are gravitated towards? What is our infatuation with weapons? There's gun fanatics. There's... Knife fanatics, there's nuclear bombs, there's all sorts of different weapons. We, as a species, are a weapons-based species. Anybody listening ever seen the um, movie 2001 Space Odyssey? Well, if you haven't, and even if you have, let me just repeat it. All the monkeys... Or by this watering hole. And a neighboring tribe was fighting with another one. And they were losing. And so they found a, a bone or a club. I, I don't recall exactly. But they found a weapon. And once he learned how to wield the weapon, he started to destroy all the other neighboring tribe. Because he learned a tool. And a weapon is a tool. A massive tool. Um, it could be known as, uh, <laughs> they've even called them um, equalizers, combat equalizers, or to give you uh, an edge, no pun intended, to put you ahead, or to give you something that gives you the advantage. Okay, so if somebody's bigger and stronger, well, you got a knife. Or somebody's bigger and stronger, well, you might have a gun. Somebody tries to break in, you might have, don't know how to defend yourself. Oh, you got a weapon. Weapons, weapons, weapons. It's an infatuation with the human condition. And we, as a species, don't have claws. We don't have sharp teeth. We don't have the inherent uh, defensive abilities as other creatures. So what we had was tools. And the most obvious tool is... Um, Anything we could really pick up, a club, a stick, something sharp, a spear, projectiles, rocks, something to throw, traps, things found in nature. Okay, this is the most common thing, and we as a species are gravitated towards them. Did you know, did you know that 90% of attacks that are recorded by the police, 90% of attacks are either done... With a club or a weapon. 90% of recorded police attacks are done by a weapon. What that means is, is that if you don't know how to defend yourself naturally, you're going to want to pick one up. If somebody's mad at you, what do they do? What do, what do people do? They'll grab something to equalize everything. Or they'll throw something. Weapons. As a human species, we're gravitated towards weapons and we're gravitated to using them with our strong hands. And, that's, and that is um, an inherent thing. That's something that our ancestors did. Uh, it's almost an instinctual thing, if you will, to use tools as a means to defend ourselves. We have to use tools to defend ourselves, right? 
again, we don't have sharp claws or uh, or natural uh, camouflage-like abilities like other uh, animals or aquatic animals or, or reptilian animals have. And so, knowing that we are instinctually a weapons-based creatures gives us an understanding of the realities of combat. See, I grew up in uh, San Francisco on 9th and Market, on Inner City, in the Inner City, in the Tenderloin. What I naturally see is people carrying knives around. What I naturally see is groups hanging out together. What I naturally, my environment is concrete, cars, not much room, and weapons-based martial arts. That is why I was attracted to more traditional ways, because I'm not going to be rolling around in in gang violence or weapons-based violence. Try doing um, ground-based martial arts when everybody's got a knife with multiple attackers. Try that. See what happens. Try to roll around on the ground in the street gangs and people who got guns and knives. See how that works out. And get kicked in the head. So we've talked about martial arts in, in different environments or, or, or habitat-based martial arts to take something to face the realities of your situation, of where you live, urban or suburban and the, the type of creatures that you got, you're going to be facing in those environments and the realities, the actual reality of facing and fighting somebody in those environments. And so, and so, um, knowing this gives you an insight as to what to expect. When I'm on the street, when I was on the streets, hanging out in the streets uh, as a younger uh, man in the Tenderloin, I know that if I was going to get into a confrontation, somebody's got a gun. I know for a fact somebody's got a blade. For a fact. Especially people who are not doing the right things. I mean, when somebody's breaking into your house, do you honestly think they're going to break in without a weapon or a means to protect themselves? The reality is, people, most individuals do not know martial arts. Most individuals will study martial arts for maybe six months. The reality is most people do not study emphatically or they're not infatuated with the martial arts. Most people just need to know the basic ways of defending themselves. um, And that's it, number one. Number two, if somebody's going to be involved in a crime, such as if you're getting robbed, if they're robbing somebody... If you're getting uh, carjacked, if somebody's trying to steal uh, your purse or your bag, or if somebody's trying to attack you or break into your house, the reality is they got a gun or a knife or a weapon, period. Only a fool would be breaking into somebody's house without a weapon. If somebody's going to jack you while you're walking out from the grocery store, you better believe they got a weapon and a friend. Most most of the times when you're uh, most of the times when you're uh, uh, held up, mostly it's done with two or three people. Sometimes it's done by a person, but you're walking around a dark alleyway. Usually, three people, one person will corner you, and the other two will just 
come up from behind you. Now you're cornered, you're trapped, you give away your, your wallet, your personal belongings, your cell phone, and call it a day. But again, what is the reality? The reality is this is done by weapons. It gives them the edge, the cutting edge. Right? And so if you're looking for absolute practicality, you want to study a martial arts system that at least can address weapons because it is in our inherent nature. Now, if you go back to the ancient ways, you're going to have halberds and spears and swords. It's what I studied, traditional martial arts. Then you have uh, Filipino martial arts and Pencock Silat, which I've also studied, which is direct practical applications of, of guns and knives and the reality of living in those types of environments where people have to uh, uh, use a knife or a gun to survive. And that's something I can relate to uh, living on uh, Ninth of Market. Okay? So, you know, if, if you're in a suburban place where it's predominantly sports... Uh, you know, some people might just like the box to show their dominance. But understand, understand. The reality is when most people get angry or scared or they feel like they got to defend themselves, the reality is instinctually somebody's going to be reaching for a weapon. Let's say you're sleeping late at night. I don't care. Don't even think about martial arts. Don't even think about a, a study, just take this into consideration. You're sleeping at night. You hear a noise. Somebody might be downstairs. What's the first thing you're going to do? You're going to reach for a weapon. You're going to start thinking in your head, there's knives in the kitchen. Or sometimes I leave a bat by my bed. Or I might have a Glock in my drawer. It's the first thing you're going to do, isn't it? Interesting, isn't it? That is in your instinctual nature. So, remember that. If somebody's going to be doing something dirty, or if they're not doing what, they're, that, 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 what, what fits into the normal realm of what we call business, such as drug dealing, hustling, snatching chains around people's necks, taking wallets, things like that. You better believe they got friends. You better believe they got a weapon. And you as a martial artist, if you are not conditioned or understand what's going on in those situations, you're going to freeze just like everybody else. So reality-based training, people... Even if you're studying the ancient ways of martial arts, you have to be able to look at the realities that this world isn't always a pleasant place. You have to look at the realities of some people are doing this as a necessity. You got to look at the realities of how and what you are prepared to do. What are you prepared to do? Okay, when I was uh, managing the security team, it was called uh, the wheel of force. And I'm sure uh, police officers do the same thing. The wheel of force. You don't 
you know, somebody doesn't try to throw a punch at you and you stab them. That, that is taking things to the utmost extreme. You're supposed to go just a little bit above this. Somebody punches you, you could take them to the ground and incapacitate them. Okay. You know, or, or it's self-defense. You don't automatically go to the way extreme. But the funny thing is about that is that, um, that, that, that would imply when you, you know, that, that somebody has um, some type of uh, conditioning to be able to control a combative situation. Because you're never really in control. You could have training, which gives you the ability to create the conditions necessary to create um, a new scenario. But don't think that you can control a chaotic situation. You can create different conditions and with different abilities, you can create desired results and you're able to influence the situation. Okay, but somebody trying to break into your house, I know that you're going to try to prevent prevent that at all at all possible cost, but thinking that you're able to control whether somebody does something crazy or not, that's silly. You can't. Sometimes people are desperate and they're going to do what they got to do. And if that ever falls upon, or sometimes people are just in a pissy mood. There's some dudes, I remember I'd walk down the street and there's some dudes who either they're on drugs and going wacko, or there's just some dudes who are pissed and trying to take it out on somebody else. And you got to know what you're going to do or how you're going to act around it. If you can see it ahead of you, you go around the situation, you ignore it. But when confronted with it, you got to know what to do. The first time I was jumped, I was jumped by six gang members. And somebody had me in a headlock and they almost beat me to death. And I just screamed for them to stop. And then um, eventually they did. But they could have killed me. And I was alone locked in the bathroom. And they broke my nose. And uh, the next day, this gang member shows up, shows a gun to my friend. And he goes, next time I see a friend, I got something for him. And I froze. I didn't fight back. And... I was talking to somebody else and they were telling me the first time they got jumped, they froze too. And then he said something to me, he goes, the next time it happens, I'm going to fight back. And that's exactly right. That's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to give up. It's a weird thing. But I realized at that point, I got to stop hanging around certain people, certain environments, and I got to start learning martial arts and become a better human being. And that's what happened. You know, so I took a bad situation and I turned it into a way to become a positive force to myself and to this world. However, understand the realities that, are, that exist out there and what, what people do. And understand inherently, again, that it is in our nature. And if you can understand that, you'll, have a better, you'll better be prepared to face what's out there. So no matter what martial art you're studying... I always talk about my three, golden, my, my three golden practices. I have forms, drills, and sparring. Okay, But you also got to run reality-based simulations. And you also got to, um, uh, no matter what you're studying, ancient or modern, you got you to be able to face what's out there right now. Okay, And if we can give um, our students or even ourselves uh, the, the ability to act in times of great danger, then, then we're in good shape. Or at least we're doing a real service um, to ourselves and, and, and those who learn from us. So with that being said, please 
take this very, very serious topic into consideration. Think about what I said. Add it into your classroom. Think about reality-based simulations. Think about the reality of knife work because even in uh, Pencock Silat, which I study in Filipino martial arts, which I study, which specialize in knife, uh, in blades, in stick fighting, which is the most naturalist, uh, natural things, which uh, uh, I, I'd say the most reality-based martial arts for what's out there in the world today is uh, Filipino and uh, Indonesian systems. Um, even those um, you need to look at, okay? Because just because you learn a couple drills doesn't mean that you got the attitude and the ability, okay? Um, take that into consideration. And know what you're willing to do. Know that this is in our nature. And train for it. Re- uh, simulate, uh, simulated uh, reality-based training. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Steve with Jake Bernan with Iron Wire Martial Arts.